Brandon Steiner, and this is Unplugged with Brandon Steiner. Welcome. Uh, we have Jerry Cooney. Wow. I mean, I, I know I know I'm going to sound old, but I, I I feel like I know you for about 30 years now, and it, and it's amazing to watch your career from afar. So welcome. Hi, Jerry. Well, you know what? It's crazy, but I fought Holmes in '82. That was 34 years ago. I mean, how do you like that? Wow. It just passed. August, it was June 11th, 1982, and it was 34 years ago, and we had a nice run, you and I, and, and a lot of other people too, and I'm glad to be on with you today. Well, it's, it's nice, you know, it's nice when friendships come all the way around. I love all the charity work, which we're going to talk about a little bit as well, that you do. You, you, you never, you've never wasted a moment in my eyes. You're always, doing, you're always doing good. But my first question is, why boxing? Why boxing? Boxing came to me because... My older brother left home at 15, and he lived on his own because my father was a raging maniac. And so when I became 15, my brother was going to a boxing gym, and I got the chance to spend two or three days a week with him. And then I put the gloves on, and I was good. I was 15 and a half. I put the gloves on. At 16, we went into the Golden Gloves, my brother and I. He was a heavyweight. He was 19. I was 16. We both made it to the finals of the... Of the uh, New York State Gold of Championships in Madison Square Garden, and I won the middleweight title. And my, unfortunately, my brother, he didn't win. He lost a split decision to some guy from Olympic fighter from uh, the Virgin Islands, and I stuck with it. He didn't. You mentioned you mentioned the Holmes fight just at the beginning of the conversation. Like, what's the thing you remember most about that fight? Because that was a big marquee fight in the early '80s that really kind of set your set your career up in a lot of ways. What do you remember most about that fight that night? Well, the racism was horrible. I mean, the, the black-white thing was horrible. But basically, I was really kept inactive by Don King, who owned every heavyweight in the top ten except for me. And he did not want me to gain the experience. So when I fought and I, and I, and I got a chance to fight for the championship as a free bird, had I beat Holmes, he'd have been completely out of the picture. So that's what happened to me, and my 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 the most one of the most uh, uh, the greatest feelings was in the second round I got dropped by a right hand by Lyon Holmes, and the first thing I thought to myself was what are you doing here? And I picked myself up and I fought back. I won the round, and uh, I fought back, and I had a great fight. We we fought great with the experience I had. I was twenty five and oh, I think I was twenty two knockouts. I didn't get a lot of experience in those years. And not only did King rob me and keep me out, but my management, they, didn't, they wanted the big payday. They didn't want me to gain the experience so that when I got a chance at home, they could have really won. And that's my deepest regret. And the other part is I won 13 rounds with the top five heavyweight champions of history in a good fight. Now, I just got to ask you, being a collector, did you save any of that stuff? I got it. I got my gloves. I got. I got it. My robes. I got a bunch of stuff. But I'm not really a real big collector. I, listen, my children. I got all the baseballs. I got all yep. the footballs and basketballs for my kids. But you know, listen, I, I, I have a great life. I've been so blessed and lucky that I survived this fight game because I just came back from Tennessee or Arkansas or someplace, and it was twelve champions who are not doing so well that are struggling yeah. to make ends meet depression and you know 
angry at the game and, and bitter and and so you know the, those guys need the help and I'm I'm so glad I get to spend time with those guys and help pick them up. You know what's interesting is a lot of people feel like boxers after their careers are over that they're all damaged to some degree. We almost kind of throw them away a little bit. Um, what's your take on that? How do people? How can people help? It, it was, there is some boxers. Uh, there are some boxing charities that you know that money does go help some of the, some of the former boxers. What's your take on that? Because you're not, you know, you're somebody who's been extremely active. Uh, you've been effective, you know, in, in charities, and we're going to talk about uh, YCS in a minute. But tell me, tell me what your take is on the post boxing career. Well, Clint Eastwood said it worst, best in the Outlaw Georgie Wales when he said we all died a little bit out there in that war. And all athletes, all, you know, people who put themselves out there, listen, we get worn out. When the ball joints go in your car, you change the ball joints. Unfortunately, in the fight game and in sports, when the, when the, when the, ball, when, when the wheels start to go, you can't change them. So, listen, I was very fortunate. I didn't take a lot of the beatings. I got a couple, I lost a couple of fights. Uh, and due, mostly, from not being able to be active and started to drink heavily after I knocked out Kenny Norton, that's when I really had a, a downslide with alcoholism. And I put that down 28 years ago. Well, congratulations. And, that's amazing. Well, well thank you. And, and, and I have a great life. And I, and I do a lot of charity work because when I was growing up, I had nobody to help me. Nobody to make sense of what was going on in my life in my house when I left the home, when I was fighting. And so I get a chance today, as a lot of athletes do in all sports, we get to help the less fortunate grow to have a little bit better chance at life than we do. Talk to me about YCS and why, why uh, talk about your involvement. You know, why, why is this organization so important? Because they're kids who were thrown away and no one cares about them. And so I get to spend a couple of days with them and take them out to lunch once in a while and train them boxing give them some hope and teach them skills where that if you can learn to box, you can learn to do anything as long as you put your mind to it. You know, when I was a young kid and I first put down a drink, I heard somebody say at the first meeting I went to is, can you help me? And I've been asking that question ever since and I try to help those kids find those questions to ask. How can people get behind this? Well, it's an organization, YCS. Um, God, it's, it's a great program throughout the state of Jersey. Uh, uh, I will, when I get off the phone, I will leave you a number to reach somebody to connect great. with. And we do a bunch of tournaments, golf, uh, tasting. I do a fight night every year. As a matter of fact, last June, I boxed the former governor, Governor Co- uh, Cody. 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 Really? Cody. And wow. we trained for a year, went to the gym, boxed, and we raised $110,000 that night for these kids. So it's a, it's a great cause helping less fortunate people. And we all have struggled and been lost at times. And we what, need a helping hand. What's next for you? What's next on the agenda? And, and, well, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm on Sirius XM radio Mondays and Fridays. I do a fight program called Monday and Friday Night to Fights. My co-host is Randy Gordon. And we talk all about fights coming up. We have movie stars come on. We have athletes come on. We have football players come on. And we talk about the game. And uh, it's Monday and Friday night, Channel 93 Rush. 
Sirius XM and uh, tune in, get your Sirius XM and, and tune in and listen in. And we have a great education on the fight game and all, all other things in life. So you're busy. You got the radio, you got a lot of these charity events, you got your one of your kids going to college, but you're, tell me a little bit about your younger, uh, your daughter, who uh, maybe, she, okay, some, so will, will we see you. her in the ring? Will we see and another Tootie in the ring? Let me tell you something. No, we will not, but I'm going <laughs> to send you a video of her. And my kid is an athlete, and she performs, and she can do anything. She's a great volleyball player. She she just puts her mind to something. She she addresses it, and I've never seen anybody throw a left hook like really? I threw a left hook, and she wow. does it. And it's only in a short period of time. That's my amazing. son is also a great golfer, and he can box too. I mean, I taught them all how to fight. Not that they have to use it, but just the habits of self-confidence. And listen, it's a dog-eat-dog world out there, and uh, everybody's trying to knock your kid down. My job is to pick him up. I love it. Jerry Cooney, you, you, I'm such a big big fan of yours. Love the work you're doing. On the, for everyone listening, they'll be posted here some of the details of where, where Jerry's radio show is exactly on Sirius XM Radio, and also a link to his website for his charity and a phone number to call as well. So no, don't hesitate on that. Jerry, thank you for taking the time. Keep up the great work. And uh, it's always fun talking with you. I just, you, I just, just love that you're always doing so much for so many others. And I love that about Listen, you. And I always hear from you, you and see you doing that. And I love it. Thank you. I want to get you in the ring, bro. I want to straighten your shit out, bro. I'm thinking about it. Like, I'm thinking about going to take some boxing lessons. I was going to say that come while you were saying you. that. There's a boxing gym right near my house. And I'm thinking I'm going to get in the ring. Bro, I could use a lesson from you, though. If I get going on that, I'm coming to get a lesson from you, no doubt. Can I count on that? Please. Anytime. Anytime I'm there for you. Okay. Thanks, Jerry. Thank you.